I got nothing fancy to say this time. Hey, wow, that is a face Only a mother could that, that I missed so much last week is what that's a face of. I, I missed your face, too. Oh, do you like our background tonight? I do. It, that was a, it was good times back then. Let me see if I can good times. It. I'm glad to be back. Well rested. Nope. Don't want that. Oh, that's, nope. that's, that's <laughs> how we needed to lock in nope. to begin with. <laughs> yeah, what's How's this one? Nope. Nope. Still. Wow. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Finning I'm is done. Great. Never seen it look better. <laughs> Charles, thanks for hopping into the chat already. Hey, Charles. How you doing, buddy? Uh, everybody, as always, thanks for joining. Thanks for finding the Geek Spot with us again. Uh, sorry I missed you last week. Oh, there we go. Finding the Geek Spot. Dylan, doing more than, than, than yeah. us. Uh, yes. Thanks, Dylan. Yeah, Charles Dillon, uh, great to see you guys as always. Um, y- yeah, uh, DC Super Spuds, I do want to see it. I'll take the kids. It's been a crazy uh, crazy little stretch for me. And I'll try and get them to go. Uh, oh, I don't know. They're going out of town next week, so I don't know. We'll see. Lucky um, you. But, hey, uh, we're going to kind of flip roles a little bit tonight. So, Frank, how you been? What have you been up to, man? <sighs> <laughs> well, all right. Thanks for talking, Frank. That was great. Wait, hold on. Is that working? Oh, that I, we hear it. Can you hear my daydreaming? Yeah. Anyway, um, how have I been? Um, since since I was on here last last week, um, I haven't watched anything new. Shocker, nothing has changed there. I am in the season five of How I Met Your Mother. Nope. I am. Uh, more and more, I'm realizing how. Not only the character Barney Stinson can't survive in 2022, but neither can Ted Mosby. No, no, Ted. Not Ted. even a little bit, but Barney uh, for sure. And what's her name? Allison Hannigan's character is questionable to survive, she is. I think, right? She, she's definitely questionable, and, and same with Robin. I mean, you know, really, Marshall's the only character that could kind of be on a show, and that's just, you know. Eh, it's no, it's kinda, no good without the inappropriate of everybody else. Right. Um, I did watch SummerSlam. I, I will I will poke SummerSlam a little later because I know Dylan will probably watch that. Um, and uh, literally, it's this. So we have a, we have a new CEO. I can't even say that because it's not even a public announcement yet. There's a new gentleman starting in my <laughs> office on Wednesday, and it's it's causing it's causing a lot of 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 of, of um. It's a lot busier at work right now. Got it. Um, and we, have, you know, we have a guy out this week, so our team of three is two, and it's just this is a rough week. I was going to cancel, but Jack. Yeah, I missed everybody. I'm I had so to come glad. In. I'm glad because I have zero preparation for tonight in any way, shape, or form. But we're usually so put together that that I'm sure it's a little it, bit the, more put that together preparation will be sorely missed. Well, I'll just go scroll website and yell stuff out at you. Yeah, hey, look, we can both we, we might both be able to handle that. We'll see what happens. Okay. Um. So I uh, 
I was out on vacation, as you know. You know, I stopped in for a minute in the chat last week, but didn't want to uh, mess up your guys' groove. Uh, so yeah, I had uh, I did watch all the Comic Con stuff, so I was up to date on that. I think I was sitting at the shore Saturday night, going back and forth with you on all this stuff that debuted. So we we can we can mention that back up again in a little bit uh, if you want to get my thoughts on some stuff. Absolutely. Um, but I did get hooked right when I was leaving, and, and the time I was away on uh, the old man. With Jeff Bridges, who who had mentioned you mentioned that I think Dom mentioned that I Man. think last week. Uh, the finale was last Wednesday. No lies, the finale was the Wednesday before. Mm-hmm. I thought it was last week because it totally felt like a penultimate episode. Right, totally not. No, totally the finale of the season. Um, but I can't recommend it enough. It's great spycraft. Um, John Lithgow and Bridges are just putting on a clinic. Um, you also get um, Amy Brenneman, who I haven't seen in anything in forever. Okay. Um, and she's fantastic in it, as well as uh, one of the other uh, actors that's in it a bunch is from uh, Arrested Development. But uh, that's still on my watch list. I'm sure you're on the third or fourth viewing of that show by I now. I actually started Arrested Development and stopped after a couple episodes. But it was one of those. I did the same thing with Breaking Bad. I started Breaking Bad and I stopped. Uh, maybe four or five episodes in and then I didn't go back to it for like a year. Mm. Like it just didn't, you know, sometimes you start to watch something and it just doesn't hit right away. Yeah. I have to with game of Thrones. Right. And then everybody raves about it. Then you go back and you're like, all right, let me start over. And you're like, okay, I get it now. That's what happened. Um, did that happen with the rest of development or breaking bad? Both, but I haven't gone back to Arrested <laughs> development yet because I forgot about it. Got it. Great. Well, so, so note to you, uh, maybe yes. go back and visit. Um, oh, I have so much to visit. <laughs> but yeah, the old man is is fantastic. So I highly recommend it to you and, and everybody else. I didn't expect it to be. I, I kept hearing it was good. And I was like, all right, whatever. It's based on a book series. So I got to go check that out. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll go down that that rabbit hole, too. Because um, I also read, actually read a book on the shore while I was there. You were, actually read a book or did you I, look at I, it on I, a no. Kindle? Hold on. Hold on. I had, I've already forced my two children to read this book oh. because I'm a big fan of the author. So Is then it Dr. I, Seuss? No, then I read the book. Minecraft the Island. Okay. Look at the author. Max Brooks. Why does that sound familiar? Because that is Mel Brooks' son. I was actually going to ask if he was related to Mel Who also wrote World War Z. No shit. And the, uh, the zombie apocalypse survival guide. No shit. And... Uh, goes and teaches at like uh, Annapolis and Quantico and stuff like that on how you on survival techniques and things like that. Okay. Um, he's a great author. Uh, I've listened to multiple interviews with Max Brooks. He's hilarious. Um, as you would expect, he did some great stuff uh, on YouTube during COVID with his dad. Right. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so the book is set in the Minecraft world, but it's what if you woke up and you were my in Minecraft? Hmm. Like and you had no hands, you just had blocks. I would be so lost because I've only played Minecraft for like eighteen seconds. Exactly. <laughs> well, no, th- this book is about like you have to learn how. Right. What, what What would you do? Right. Not, and you don't know anything about Minecraft, so now you're learning a full new set of physics, of rules of survival, of life, of the whole nine yards. Super fascinating book. There's a second one um, that I also made my kids read that I haven't read yet, um, called The Mountain. Uh, that one's the island. The second one's the mountain. Okay, um, but I think he's probably going to write more. He his kids were really into Minecraft, and he's like, "Let ah, me write a book about it." So we did. Um, but yeah, super fun. 
um, I, I I feel like that would be the basis when they do a Minecraft movie would be something like that. Okay. Um, because it'd be really clever, and you could have whatever voice actor you want, and make it a an interactive experience where you have that that entry point that you wouldn't have in a regular Minecraft game. This right. gives you that entry point into the world. Okay. Um. So I did that. I also watched uh watched a little bit of Gray Man. Well, I watched all of the Gray Man. Um. <coughs> Fantastic, man. I didn't realize, it, besides being a Russo Brothers jaunt, it is also uh, written by Marcus McFeely. That's another one that I actually, my phantom list that I always say I'm going to watch, like that <laughs> one and the other, the Old Man Show, are both actually shows actually, I want to watch. probably above The Flash, which we'll, we'll mention later on. Ooh, um, still haven't seen eight yet. So uh, it's another great spycraft. It's action sequence and action sequence with like loosely tying together their plot. That's not uh -huh. like super deep and involved. Right. Um, but just, it's all the fun parts of winter soldier, civil war and end game okay. without superpowers. And Ryan Gosling should have been an action star for the last 10 years. Um, su great, great fun in that, that movie though. Um, Anna de Armas, Anna de Armas is in it too. Uh, who is uh, going to be Marilyn coming up in a movie on netflix and she also uh was in the last bond movie and there was a lot of a lot of stuff online about why she wasn't more featured in this and that and the other thing she gets all the action in this one she's good so she's she's fine being left out of there because she shows that she can do it in this one okay um alfred woodard in this too great cast man that is billy, billy bob thornton damn chris evans is a total dick That'll be hard to see at first, right? Oh no, it's great. No, he—I mean, hard tell. because you're not used to seeing him that way. No, because he's got the little mustache and like the super coiffed hair, and this like okay. totally, totally comes across. And you can tell he's having a blast, just being a complete dick the entire movie. It's so much fun. Um, and then last thing that I was watching is uh, Harley Quinn came back. Yeah, I just scrolled past something about that in a cameo. So there's a cameo in episode one. There's no spoilers. James Gunn was no. in it. Right. It's a cameo in, in the first one. Uh super fun. I okay. mean, if you know if you know who the uh this the crew, Carly's crew is, uh then you probably can guess where James Gunn comes in, but it's it's he's got clay she's got Clayface and King Shark and okay. Doctor uh Oh, I forget his name, but uh Doctor with the big head. It's her, no. her court now. No, you'd have to watch the show. It's, I want to say it's like Dr. Demento, but it's not because he okay. does funny songs. Um, but uh, her core crew, one of them ends up working with James Gunn in some degree. Uh, so that's that's a fun little snippet in there. You're getting Nightwing in this season, too, now. Um, but it's a lot of a lot of Harley and Ivy. And what happens to them after Ivy bails on a kite man at the end of season two? Spoilers for a show from a year and a half ago on that one but I, I recommend harley quinn i still hold steadfast that harley quinn is only worth watching in animation you said that and is so much better because you can just do everything you need to do with that character there that you can't pull off in real life um bullet train yeah dylan i definitely want to see bullet train you should go you i should will go. i get three movies free you get three movies free. Now I just have to find time to see a movie this week. Yeah, I have some time this weekend. Uh, I may yeah. catch up on some movies in the theater this weekend. We'll see. 
Maybe this weekend I can. Um, this week is 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 very very packed. I have to I have to hit the office. I was there today for longer than I wanted, and tomorrow, and then I have game one of the finals for the over forty hockey league I'm in tomorrow night. Nice. One, we're in the finals. Uh, Congrats! And then, and then the new hire that starts on Wednesday, and then I probably have to go in Thursday. Right. Yeah. Anyway, sounds like a fun week. No, it's not. Um, but got to make the money. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited for Bullet Train, and yeah, he was a huge ticket Scott Pilgrim, but then he became America's ass. So it's nice to see him going back to his roots. Now, was he in Scott Pilgrim before or after Fantastic Four? Was Scott Pilgrim before Fantastic Four? I think it was in between. So he was. Still kind of that douchey Johnny Storm guy-ish. Oh, he's way more of a dick in Scott okay, Pilgrim. Okay. That, that, put that on your list. Scott, I can't believe I haven't seen that with all who's in it. Yeah, it's a great cast. Hey, Mom. How are Hi. you? Um, so, yeah, I managed to do all that. I've read a ton of comics, but uh, we don't need to worry about that. I already got, finally got Secret Wars. Finished Secret Invasion. Started Secret Wars. Read the Spider-Man Ooh, clone saga. I just found a, I found a thing on that, too. So, well, yeah. Oh, look at that. So yeah, but I'm so busy week, busy week. Did got a lot done. Had got a lot of time on the, relaxing with the family and everything too. And then in the spare time, managed to find some time to watch some stuff. That's awesome. Um, yeah, trying trying to make things happen. So, uh, let, I think we start off with with the bummers from this week, and then we'll then we'll move on. Yeah, there's um, there's there was one. I mean, there's two, right? There's three, really. I well, I know the one. Um, Nichelle Nichols passed away at age 89. Yeah, I'll let you speak to her. That's, yeah. that's your wheelhouse. Yeah, so for those who don't know, uh, Nichelle Nichols played Uhura um, for all three seasons of the original series in Star Trek um, and then throughout all the movies, uh, except for the reboots you know, with Chris Pine and not in any of the new stuff. Um, uh, apparently, um, so as I'm reading... She was going to pursue, she was going to leave Star Trek to pursue a career on Broadway. And Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is credited with encouraging her to stay in TV as she was a vital role model for black children and young women back in that time period. This was in the late 60s. Um, so uh, she does have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And she really didn't have a lot to do in the it, it, you know what I mean? Like she I, obviously she's credited with she was the comms officer. Communications comms officers don't officer. usually have she a lot was, to do. She was credited with William Shatner, or she was credited with William Shatner being the first on-screen interracial kiss broadcast on TV. All right, which is huge. Yeah, but as far as storylines go, she was always there, but in the background. I mean, she had lines, and she was she was a very important part of the show. But as as the shows have evolved, especially with the new show that's on and and the girl that's playing her now. I, I don't have her name in front of me who's playing that character. They they give her more to do and they put her front and center in the action at some points, which is really great. And, and this is and Strange New World? This is a Strange New World. And, and, and that's obviously because Nichelle Nichols paved the way for that and for that character. So it doesn't have as much... It doesn't have as much of the bravado as the, as the Captain Kirk and the Mr. Spock and the Scotty. But when you look at that original old school Enterprise bridge, she's right there always. Yeah, she, she was also a spokesperson for NASA. 
she was uh, to encourage both women and African Americans to become astronauts. Yep, uh, and is credited uh, by the first black woman to fly aboard a space shuttle. Yeah, as uh, being influential in her decision, she was the first African American woman to have her handprints at the Chi- Robin's Chinese Theater. See, I didn't know that. That's pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, and the other thing that I just saw about she, her, she had a quote once that she said, "Science is not a boys' game. It's not a girls' game. It's everyone's game." Nice. She yeah. also uh, sang with the Duke Ellington Orchestra for a little while. No shit. Yeah. So, uh, as as a podcast that we both listen to, uh, it typically says "Big Bucket of Wind" for her. Yes. Yes. Um, other one because you're a little more into the uh, the sports side than I am is Bill Russell. Yeah, I. It's he's an icon. Obviously, I mean, he's one of the top 100 players in the history of the NBA, and he he won a. a, a ton of of awards and championships and was one of the key members of the Celtics winning championships um in his time wasn't really my wheelhouse of um he's a little before our time he's a little before our time and it just I was never a big basketball guy but it's still still very sad news I mean he's yeah and he's been in the hall of fame since 75 yeah right I was four yeah, it was there for all of the all of the big six. I was six. Big basketball accomplishments over the years. One of the fifties greatest players of all time. Um, yeah. as the last time they did that. And the final MVA MVP uh finals MVP award is named after him. Yes. So, you know, uh eighty eight years old. Yeah, he started playing in nineteen fifty six. Yeah. yeah. Like, and and has an Olympic gold medal playing basketball so you know uh yeah. condolences to him and her and his uh family uh other one i want to mention real quick just because uh as as the father of a two-year-old uh i have a daughter that watches this movie incessantly now uh pat carroll passed away who was the voice of ursula in the little mermaid that was the other one that i saw yes she was 95 wow yeah and still working right regularly yeah, yeah. I mean, she started, uh, you know, and won an Emmy in '56. Holy crap! For for Sid Caesar's house, and then went on to do Make Room for Daddy. She was on uh, Mother's Knows Worst. She was on the Ted Knight Show. Uh, again, she was in The Little Mermaid. She did a lot of other uh, roles like that and work work in all of those. She was on the Laverne and Shirley ER, Danny Thomas Show. Uh, a bunch of different cartoon series. So uh, she had done a lot, you know, for the entertainment business. Uh, passed away of pneumonia uh, just on Saturday. So, you know, rough week as far as that goes, but they say things come in threes, and, and I think they uh, they definitely did there. We, we got all those hits that came through. Um, I'll be back in two seconds. All Why right. You keep going. Oh, never mind. Sorry, had bug right. issues. That Focus. was so fast. Yeah, um, one other with our with our so starting off with some some random news here. One of our you know things that brought us together was music, but then we talk about this every week. So I don't know if you saw this since you're still a little behind on Stranger Things. I'm sure you saw uh, the Master of Puppets scene though by now, right? No, I've avoided wow. it. 
Good I avoided it specifically because I actually want to watch the show. And even though I know a lot, I, I know a bit about what happens. I've tried to avoid watching clips of it to keep myself fresh when I watch it. Well, look at you go. So, See? so out of context, but this seems ahead, just a cool, fine. cool metal thing. Yeah. Um, so Metallica and Joe Quinn got together. Joe Quinn plays Eddie Munson in Stranger Things, um, right? And and helped them get back in the number one song after this almost 40 years after the song came out originally. Right. Uh, so they went to Lollapalooza. They were playing Lollapalooza. And uh, he showed up and he got to jam with Metallica. And That's they played some awesome. stuff backstage. Yeah. I mean, they sent out, after the song hit number one, they all wore the Hellfire Club shirts, which is the D&D club from the show. That's Metallica cool. all put on those shirts and, you know, gave the metal, the metal horns supporting Eddie Munson. Okay. That's nice of them. Okay, I'm I'm glad they're playing into it. I'm glad. Um, glad they didn't sue anyone. No, well, look, they had they had all the. Uh, <laughs> no, I know, I know. All the things, all the stuff, and look what I, they did for Kate Bush and showing that her music was way ahead of her time. Yeah, I can't I can't help but take shots at the men that ruined Napster for me. That's fair. Look, we all had Kazan LimeWire still like two seconds later, so it wasn't that big of a deal. No, but. It's the Napster. Yeah, look, it's a great side note in the uh, in the it social is. network movie. That and and the Napster was in uh, the Italian Job. Was it? Well, Seth Green, Seth Green called it, said he was the real Napster. Oh, that's right. Wow, <laughs> right? Cut. I'm right? impressed with that one. It's good. Thank you. That's a great movie. That's one of those. If it's on, and I'm, and I'm, well, back in the day when I used to have cable, and I would flip through the cable channels, bored. If it was on, it's like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm done for the next hour. Right. Yeah. Um. The boys, season four has promoted the kid, Cameron Corvetti, who plays Homelander's son, to series regular. It's a good move. I can't say that's a shock. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. No. Um, I, they, I think they hired a few other people I saw, too, onto the show. Yeah, that was the f- one that I came across. So now, a- as we know, you have some, some you're, you're occasionally behind on some watching. Some, sometimes. What's your plan for this weekend, though? Well, Do you have this? plans for this weekend? Is there anything coming out this weekend that I should be aware of? Oh, there is. I know She-Hulk isn't for another two weeks, right? Or week So, So it's a busy month. Definitely uh, a busy month. I know on that. Friday, Sandman drops on Netflix. That's one that I'm not as familiar with, but I know it's. there's a lot of articles that have popped up about it, and I haven't grabbed them because I'm not as familiar. So it's, uh, you know, Neil Gaiman's big... Seminal work for DC back when they launched the Vertigo imprint. Uh, from the scenes that they've shown, this is pretty spot on to the comic book, like recreation okay. frame for frame. It's been really this, impressive. Is this a horror type thing, or is this just kind mm, of a no? Okay, I, I I don't know. Horror comic books are are tough. Yeah, um, but. A lot of the characters that it pulls from um, are from like House of Mystery, okay, and House of the Strange, uh, which were a couple comic series when they weren't sure what they were doing back in the sixties, right around the world. Right. Which you know, it, as you mm-hmm. hear like the Stan Lee story, it's like, oh, we were writing horror comics and 
romance comics and this that right same right. kind of thing right so this is where they pull that in how many they, episodes uh, i don't know the episode count okay um and i don't know how far they're going if they're going through the original stretch of the sandman run the first batch um probably no more than six or seven maybe ten might be ten um you never know with netflix anymore right every time you think they've learned their lesson as to how long a season of netflix shows needs to be hey. they they make it two too many or three too short or ten okay i will take ten um yep all ten episodes of the same will hit netflix on august 5th Cool. Dylan's got some uh, some Resident Evil. Not a fan. Uh, yeah, I think we talked about that. that a few weeks ago. Yep. Um, so I, that makes it hard for me to say, let me watch Resident Evil, other than getting to see, um, what's his name, Lance Reddick? Yes. That's kind, of, that's kind of a reason to watch it, right? It's Commander Still. And, uh, and then he highly recommends Nope. My comment to that is the title of the movie. <laughs> it's just it doesn't i heard it was really good and i and i and as i understand he's one of the one of the better horror directors now putting movies out and 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 all of his movies from what i understand are really 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 good they just don't fall in my wheelhouse uh, i'm not a horror guy and i know dylan's a horror guy and you enjoy horror yeah i look get out i thought it was great uh us right. was okay this is like 10 out of 10, 9 out of 10. All the reviews yeah. on this are super positive. I'll probably go go check it out uh, soon. Not of planet Earth. Uh, okay. There you go. All right. Um, so we'll, uh, I'll probably catch it fairly soon, maybe by the next episode. Um, what um, What else is are you are – you, is the Max Hedrome reboot coming out this week? I don't know. Is there no, a Max Hedrome? That's coming reboot? out. Is it? Wow. Yeah, that was my uh, segue. Go ahead. Back to no, you. No, you get you got that. You got uh She-Hulk and two weeks. She-Hulk. I'm 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 more I'm more looking forward to She-Hulk now than I was before. Look, I am I was in before. Mm -hmm. I'm still in. Um I saw some other leaks as far as like who's in it and who's not in it and, and what you're pulling and the character wise, it looks great. Okay. Uh, you know, they're pulling from from Hulk and Thor. Okay. Villains for it. It looks like it's going to be a blast. The fourth wall stuff, it's it's very tongue in cheek, which holds right. true to what they did with So she was Deadpool before Deadpool was Deadpool. Right. Um and the John Byrne run where it was like she would legit go and yell at the the writer of the comic. <laughs> and like pull down the, you know, the white boxes. She would like grab the white box, pull it down and yell at him. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Like there was a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, we do, uh, and I, I don't know. I think I, I threw this out in the comments last week. I'm wondering if uh, this Daredevil that Dylan just mentioned in the chat. So, right, yellow suit for Daredevil. I'm wondering if this is how they're going to reboot those Netflix shows because we they said the Netflix shows aren't canon. Right. So do we get this again so you have matt murdoch in no way home already as mm -hmm. matt murdoch yep do we now is that the start and I then think, he becomes daredevil i i think maybe I, or maybe if they're smart 
they'll already have him established as Daredevil, and you don't need his origin story again. You can just run with him and maybe throw some flashbacks. But it, I, I like the, the trend that they're starting to do with some of these, with some of this stuff is, is you don't need to do origin stories like Spider-Man. Spider-Man, you didn't need his origin story for a third time, fourth time, whatever. You ran with him. You really didn't even do that many flashbacks. Well, he's going to be in two shows before. Right. So you have a to chance to series. establish him. So, yeah. So I don't, there's no reason to do an origin for him. Um, but I, I do feel like they're going to reboot his story. I also saw, speak, staying on that same and on that same Daredevil line, if the page will load, which of course because I'm not going it, to. Here's why I think they're going to do that. So they can do Kingpin right. Because the problem is the Kingpin we got in Hawkeye doesn't line up with where we left him in Daredevil. Okay. Right? The Kingpin that we got in Hawkeye is is larger than life mm-hmm. and stronger than the average bear. Right. Right? Which is how Kingpin should be so he can go toe-to-toe with these guys. Right. Because, you know, it's realistically Daredevil has some more enhancements than uh, just the hearing. Right. Which we can play. They can play into more. Uh, which how can this guy go toe to toe with with Spider-Man? And maybe we get him being able to swing. Some of the most iconic images of, of Daredevil are him swinging through the skies with his billy club that, that has a rope in it, right? Right. The grappling hook. How yep. awesome would that be? We couldn't get that with the one we had that before. It wouldn't no. have made sense. No, well, no, and they don't, they didn't have the money for it. So maybe we pull that in. And look, this is me. Hopefully, not not coming up with a better story than what they do. Um, <laughs> but you get you get you have to reboot Kingpin because. The way you left him, he was a broken man, right? Whose who's love yep. had lost him. And it was going to be about her going forward. Mm-hmm. So you can't have that now. So you need him. And he's been around. So do you play that he kept going to prison with Daredevil? Because they really didn't play the Daredevil card in the Hawkeye show. No. They and didn't. it doesn't make sense that Ronan wouldn't have known about Daredevil unless he was blipped during that time. So maybe it's after the blip and that's the born again. Okay. Ah, here it is. Um, so uh, in a in one of, in the Facebook group I'm 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 a member of the where I met Dom. Um, they posted a, a thing as a as a rumor, obviously, but that John Berenthal will return as Frank Castle in the Punisher season three at Disney Plus. The official announcement will take place at the Disney Expo. I saw that. So, if you're going to continue. The Punisher, that would make the Punisher's first two seasons canon then, correct, right? And if you make the first two seasons of the Punisher canon... I, it doesn't have to. It, no, well, they could just, what, say it's season three and they're kind of rebooting him also? Well, look, technically Daredevil is season four. Okay. Right? But they're not calling it season four. They're calling it Daredevil Born Again, which is why I feel like you're going to reboot the character. Uh, I'm fine with that. I am. I'm. I'm totally okay with that. Right. Yeah. Um, we'll. I. I. I'm. I. I can't wait to see what they do with it. 18 episodes seems like way too many. Yeah, unless they're 10 minute episodes. And look, I. <laughs> I, I wouldn't put it past Disney. That's for sure. I However, mean, um, I. I think that's way too many. I can't think of it. That's two seasons almost of the Netflix shows. Yep. Um. But no, well, they were thir- the Netflix shows were 13, and they were too long at 13. Yeah, I think so. Unless so, they break this eighteen and uh, this eighteen up or seventeen up into two seasons, or is it? 
Yeah, or is it going to be three? Like, is it going to be three movies worth of storyline? Like, that's a lot. It is. It's it's a lot, and I love Charlie Cox. I think he's great. So do I. You have to have a lot going on to carry that story for eighteen ep- a story with him for eighteen episodes, though. He he was so good in in um, Boardwalk Empire. He was good in Boardwalk Empire, with his actual accent. With his actual accent. Um. So we have that stuff as other Marvel stuff, and I don't know if this was, I I don't know if you guys hit this on Monday or if this came out afterwards. The news about uh, X Men and why it's not on the slate still. No, so this didn't come out until after the show on Monday or I didn't, maybe we didn't find it, but, but go ahead because this makes, this makes all the sense in the world now. Right. So the, the story is, uh, and not confirmed just being released is that the actors from the Fox X-Men series were all under contract till 2025. So with them under contract till 2025, there's no way to, uh, get it set without having to renegotiate based on the terms of their last contracts. Right. So they're not allowed. They're not allegedly. They're not allowed to recast the roles. They're not allowed to put those characters in any kind of 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 a show as those characters. That's why Evan Peters showed up as not Quicksilver, but Quicksilver, because they couldn't recast him as someone else. Right. right, and that's and, why, and because Miss Marvel was not a mutant, and Namor it was not part of those original agreements. Right. Namor was a mutant, but and was owned by Fox, but never under contract as a character. Right, so now he can be a mutant in Black Panther. Correct, and then we then we keep introducing mutants before we get to right a movie possibly called. I, and, and I think Dom, one of the things that Dom said, and I, I think I think Dom said it but was that I hope that they're there already, that they give you an established X-Men in hiding. You could go with the hiding piece. Uh, I would be down with that. Or, or because it's supposedly all connected, except for Spider-Man freshman year, I don't buy that that's connected. No. Um, is X-Men 97 could a multiverse be. That gets folded in, and then, and then we get people? those characters as real people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know. Though that's... I did, I did hear the other day about what would have been fantastic in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It being a good movie. Besides that, okay. uh, spoilers for this. By the way, the the <laughs> assembled on Disney Plus, Bruce Campbell narrates it as like an unsolved mysteries. It's fantastic. He apparently has a three picture deal with Disney still. That's or perfect. or a contract for th- whatever. But go ahead. Um, and then I'm going to get to Dylan's point. Would have been if Xavier was actually William Shatner in the alternate universe. Oh. <laughs> God, would that have right? been funny? This. So go ahead. I have thoughts on this, too. OK, so Dylan's point for those that can't read the chat or that are just listening as a podcast version that gets posted eventually when are these Marvel movies going to address the giant celestial that the Eternals left half in Earth, half a head, half a hand and arm, just like the Fortress of Solitude? Nobody knows it's there. Why? What's your, what's your thought? My thought is they have no freaking idea what they're doing with it. 
Um, I don't know if we've gotten to a show yet that or a movie that yet that is after the Eternals. So we don't know that they haven't addressed it. So this stuff is pre-Eternals that's been going on right now? Shang-Chi was, right? Shang-Chi was. Miss Marvel is current, but she's a local, almost street-level But is it current? Then. We don't know how current Miss Marvel is. It's after the blip. I know that much. Yeah, but everything. So is no, uh, Far From Home. That didn't address it at all. No, no, no. But Eternals is after all that. Oh, oh, okay. Is what I'm saying. Oh, I think oh, the oh. timelines are very skewed. Yeah. Um, well, when they did the when they did the five year jump, it it kind of messed up. Like most stuff stays current, and now they have to think. But then the pandemic made us all line up again, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I I I don't think they've had to address it because they haven't had any movie after Eternals that would need to address it. So is there something right? Coming... I don't think the city of New York is addressing it. The city of New York hasn't even addressed the fact that the sky turned black and the Statue of Liberty got destroyed. Yes, that's true. Right. Like that. And that was only what a month after Eternals came out. So well, the whole I mean, if you're going to call phase four sucked in a way that the pandemic really, really messed them up and their schedule. Because if you look at what was supposed to come out, and we've gone over that a hundred times, how it was supposed to come out and how it ended up coming out, it's definitely – it really shook them up, and they had to do a lot of juggling. I think it it gave them time to screw things up. Yeah. Because even in the, the – I didn't watch the whole Doctor Strange thing because then I remember Harley Quinn came out, so I stopped watching it. But uh, at the beginning, Michael Waldron, who wrote it, um, who was also the writer on WandaVision, threw out the entire script. Yeah, so there's... they'd written the script, they tossed it, then he was told, hey, I need you to write this script in like a week with Sam Raimi as the director, not Scott Derrickson. So great, he wrote a whole new script. Then they threw that out because it got pushed by the pandemic for five months. Yep. Now yeah, there's it's a... on its third, at least third, fourth iteration of the script that's brand new and fresh because he, re- on his second rewrite, wrote Wanda as the villain. Right. I was there's a video that Dom posted um that I was looking at that that explained more or less how the original movie was going to come was going to be and the original movie is way better than what we got. Like the yeah. first draft of the script much like um the first draft of um of, of, or not the first draft but Colin Trevorrow's uh Star Wars Last movie. Jedi. Yes. Yeah. Um so my my other thought for why how they yes. will address it is that that is either the Eternals is either an alternate timeline or they are part of the multiverse and then we all get folded in. Right. Um, okay. Sometime, because, I mean, I don't know if you guys talked about what the holes are. No. In in the the phase six because there's well, blanks. yeah. I wanna I wanna pull that up after after. In a, in a minute and just kind of flick through it real fast um but before that uh secret invasion is about to start reshoots with a new writer on board oh that's not good that that isn't as good so i read i read the entire secret invasion series did, not yes. in the last few weeks um i have no idea how they're going to pull it off on <laughs> not in a, a tv, TV show. show uh not without um it played out over the course of a solid year in the comics. Yeah, but, um, but it also used a lot of people, right? But it had been set up for like three years. 
so do you think that they're going to go back and retcon stuff from I, phase one through four? Uh, they could. I mean, look, the, the scrolls have been around since the nineties, right? Yeah. Um. So, so it. So the whole and so, it, it spun in the comics. It spun out of Civil War. Right. Right. Where they were responsible for all of it. Right. And they had been been tweaking everything to lead to to this invasion of the scrolls. But the, the invasion was set up by actions of the Illuminati years before with Tony Stark and Reed Richards. And the the leads in Secret Invasion, the comic series, like the big the big people are Hank Pym, Reed right. Richards, and Tony Stark. Well, you got two out of those. And Black Bolt and Black see. Panther. Well shit. <laughs> two of those you can't use. We don't have any of those characters. Well, yeah, Hank Pym's around. But he wasn't part of the Illuminati. He hasn't been a big deal. No. Hank Pym in the um, comic books is one of the biggest characters. Unless. Since the start of Marvel. Unless the Ant-Man movie changes that. Michael Douglas is also in his 80s. You're not going to hinge anything uh, on that he's guy. He's still good at Felicia. He's still good at the with the, with the what? mouth. What's he at? Whoa. Not, what? Not wow. Wow. He's He makes her happy. That's all I'm saying. Uh <laughs> Wow. Hey, um, you got throat cancer from it. So, any, <laughs> so I'm combining yeah, a lot of stories. I, I don't know where you just went. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know how you, how you do it um, is what I'm saying with, with, without retconning everything and then everybody going, Oh my God, why did they just do that? And it so, would also buck the trend of all of these TV shows of being like, Hey, then TV show, I didn't have to watch the TV show. Well, they they're they're making it specific that you have to watch the TV shows to understand what's going on. They want you, uh, like any company, they want you. And I and I said this about video games and why you have to grind for stuff so much is because they want you playing their game. They don't want you playing somebody else's game. Disney doesn't really want you watching other stuff or Marvel. They want you watching their stuff all the time. They do, and there's enough of it. Yeah, um, but, but like, do you think that they? they had this planned out with no. Loki season two. No, I think Loki season two was the, is the curveball that they weren't expecting to do. I, I, of I, all of the, uh, of, of all of the Marvel shows, the one that they have a season two of is Loki drives me nuts. I, I mean, look, but we'll see what they use it as a setup for. Um, right. if, the, if it and, starts to make any more sense, because right now it makes no sense. And the way it's sitting so so I'll, I'll I'll blip through it real fast because there's some stuff in here that just I don't there's so obviously this phase ends with Black Panther in November. Yeah, which and we're, uh, and I, we're mercifully we're uh, mercifully I'm, out of phase four. I'm sure Black Panther will be fine. <laughs> oh, I'm not, I'm not worried about Black Panther at all. I think it's going to be great. And then you pick up. So they have an actual date, February 17th for Ant-Man that cool. picks up phase five. Then Secret Invasion is just listed as spring 2023. There's no actual date for that. Yeah, but they've they've never put dates on the TV shows. Okay, these things. Guardians comes next May 5th. Cool, and that's the end of their, you know, no mention which, of which no those fluid dates on the shows is why it tells me that the shows don't really matter. Okay, <laughs> there's no mention of the Guardians Christmas special, which is this year, I think. Right, right, because that's not going to have impacts on okay. anything. It's just going to be. With and the then, characters, I think. And then summer of 2023, you get Echo. Okay. And then you go to summer of 2023, you get Loki. 
So Loki sits after Echo and right around the Marvels. So Marvels is July 25th. Loki's probably going to be, I'm going to guess after that. I don't, uh, yeah. Uh, because there's a uh, big, oh, I think so, yeah. There's a big gap between July 25th and you have Ironheart in the fall and Blade set for November 3rd. Well, and you're going to have crossover. Yes. Right, from if if the, the show right before Echoes starts in the summer. Uh, that can right. start in June. Echo June, Marvel's July, Loki August. Yeah, I would say August or September, yeah. Okay. And then you have Ironheart in the fall and Blade November 3rd. Yeah, and uh, it's fine. Ironheart's going to get set up in Black Panther, so right. that's fine. Right. And then you have Winter 2023 slash 24 Agatha, which is really far away from when they announced that. It's also a lot of TV shows. Next, It year. is a lot of TV shows because there's still one more TV show, and that's spring 2024, you get Daredevil. Well, I'm saying in 2023, that's a lot. It's five TV shows. It's that's a lot. Right. And then if they're if they're you know if there's six to eight episodes each, that's almost every every week of the year there'll be new TV shows. I mean that's good for us, yeah. Because I'll actually watch those. Um, I know it's the only then, shows we can get you to watch that are then new. May third, twenty twenty four, you have Captain America, and then July twenty fifth, you have Thunderbolts. Now, do you think any of that Phase Five gets moved, or are they solid firm dates? I, I think is if nothing blows up, they're they're good. Okay. If the I, I think the, doesn't take over. We're good. I, I, my, my concern is like I don't know that they've done enough groundwork for Thunderbolts that soon. I don't think unless you're sprinkling stuff in Echo, Blade, maybe, but maybe but, Iron but even then, like, like I, but I don't see where else they would sprinkle anything aside from possibly Secret Invasion and and I guess Captain America would be the only other other spot, right? Yeah, I, 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 we'll see. I, I don't know. I know we're getting there, Dylan. Don't worry. Oh yeah, we are. <laughs> um, I don't know where you're at with um villains from. I mean, the only villains that you have around are really Baron Zemo, right? right. That's it. Well, and Sharon Carter. Uh, well, so you got Baron Zemo, you got Sharon, but you're not going to carry a move with Sharon Carter. No, uh, you got and, Baron Zemo. You got um, Yelena now. You got John Walker. So you're putting Baron Zemo and John Walker on the same team. That doesn't line up. No. Right. So like I, I, I don't know where they're going with the Thunderbolts thing. We'll see. Um, um, they have they have plenty of time. Maybe they'll bring back uh, Yellow Jacket. Maybe. And what what will happen is the Avengers will be totally broken. They'll br- announce this is the new Avengers. This is mm-hmm. the Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we'll we'll go from there. And then they'll have to redo everything quick because then we're into phase six, right? Yes. Phase six comes out strong in fall 2024 with nothing announced. <laughs> that's a so, whole. So, well, so that's what I was saying earlier, right? So you have Shang-Chi yep. Chu, too. Which was you, not you announced. set up. You have to do it. Well, so we were Otherwise, talking, that character is a waste. He said that he, there was an interview with him, and I didn't read the whole thing. I just read the headline that he's got a big future coming up in, in the Marvel stuff. So you figure the Disney Expo is where they're going to probably drop a lot of – fill a lot of these holes. They're definitely holding back for that. Yeah. So I, I think you get that, too. You get Eternals, too. Oh, great. In there. Because right now, you don't have enough Avengers to make an Avengers team. 
Well, no, you have so phase six has three things solid with dates, and that's mm-hmm. November 6th, the Fantastic Four of 2024. Then 2025, we get the first Avengers movie in May, the Kang Dynasty. Oh, and I he's think, also a villain too. We forgot about him. I think you get him. Yeah, but he's not a Thunderbolt. He's not a Thunderbolt, but there's so many, there's what, seven different variations of him at least? At least? Um, I think there's only five in the comics. Okay. But... And then the Secret Wars, November 7th. Like, that's all, there's a lot to set up still. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. I, I feel like there's at least another movie or two in there. I think there's another movie, um, but I don't know when. No. Because the Fantastic Four is what, February said? May 2025. No. It's a long that's, way. Yeah, out. That's when Secret, uh, that's when, no. uh, Kang is, uh, is May, because Kang's okay. May, and then the final one's uh. Just shut the. They just shut the page. Is in November. Uh, Fantastic Four. You get a movie between the, the two Avengers movies, so I don't know what you put there. Maybe it's an Eternals, and you show them back and Star Fox in, and you pull them into the last Avengers one. Possibly. Uh, that's really the only way you could go with that. And then you need Shang Chi two in there, and and that's I think that's your your next one, right? Is we're getting sequel announcements and maybe a couple more shows, right? And then I think they're going to go Star Wars heavy at, at the expo at D twenty three, possibly. Uh, which we can pivot over to Star Wars real quick. So what do you think of the latest Andor? I'm in. I'm I'm in. And I wasn't. Yeah. I was a little hesitant at first, also with about it, um, but I'm I'm pretty much in. I think I think it's going to be really good because it's not because um, it's not um, they're not just re they're not just giving you the 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 Obi Wan they're not giving you Darth Vader they're giving you you might get Darth Vader but they're giving you the beginning of the Rebel the Rebel they're they're giving us characters that were interesting before that we wanted more backstory on I don't think anybody asked for what was Obi Wan doing those. 10 years 20 years nobody nobody ever said oh i wonder what he was doing in the desert i figured he was just hanging out in the desert yeah you know, I, didn't. I, I didn't really care um but how did mon mothma come to power that's cool that's cool give right? me more how saul guerrera always more saul guerrera i mean the character they they played him in in clone wars and rebels so like we know where he was that and he used him in fallen uh jedi fallen order the video game yeah he's been, he's you know that's been forrest whitaker's money for the last 10 years now yeah 20 years almost um, so I'm excited for where they go with that. Um, I'm in, you know, I'll watch it. Yeah. I, I hope that, that, uh, not having, as I, as I keep getting stuck on, as I get older and older, not having all this history with these characters for the most part, I'm excited to get new stories and new characters to care about. So am I that I don't already have, like, I'm not, Oh, this is it. I'm bought in on this, 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 this is where it is. You know, uh, like what happened with moon Knight and what happens with, Thor love and thunder and, and all these things, right. Where I'm just like, Oh, they should have done this. I don't, I don't know what they should have done because I don't, I don't, I haven't thought about Andor for 20 years. No. Um, and you know that the rogue one world was the best star Wars movie they've put out in the last 25, 30, 40 years. Uh, last so, Jedi wasn't that bad. All right. JJ's not watching. You're fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I do want to, so let's wrap it up this week with, uh, I Some DC news that that and I have one other little tiny thing, but yeah, we'll okay. Go back. We'll so there's, go a, a, there's a couple DC things. There you go. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go right in. We'll start with that we'll one. Right in so, head first. So if you follow Jason Momoa on Instagram, and why don't you? 
Uh, so he, he showed a video where there was a tour coming through the studio as he and Ben Affleck were walking out of the soundstage. And instead of just letting them have it with no cameras and Warner Brothers get take care of it when they left, mm-hmm. Jason Momoa shows them on Instagram and then shows him and Ben and says, oh, I guess they caught on to the ruined ruin the spoilers for it. And it's like, well, shit, Jason. Like, <laughs> Look, you need all the good press you can get right now, okay? You don't need bad press. You need Ben Affleck. Good press. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. I don't need Bruce Wayne, man. I want to. I'm see, okay. I want Affleck as Batman. He's so a do I. Fantastic Bruce Wayne. So do but I. But I want to see him well done as Batman. Maybe you will see him as Batman. I need a little less Snyder Batman and a little more anybody else. Uh, maybe you will see that. Yeah, I'm hoping. So I, 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 I so look. Too. I was, I was in on the Aquaman movie anyway. Maybe, maybe what's actually going to happen is all of Amber Heard scenes will now be Ben Affleck. Okay. As Amber Heard, as Mira. Okay. <laughs> I'll do that too. It's not quite Henry Cavill in a in a red wig, but I'll take it. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> um, um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm in. I, I'm, I'm in, in for, for it. I, I like Momoa. I. I want to see him come to Marvel soon too. I think yeah. I think we'll see. Uh, no, I look, dude. You bring him in a saber tooth. Oh. I'm in. Bring he him in. A, bring him over a saber tooth. He will be fantastic. He would have been a good Craven. No. Or oh. Wendigo. Bring him in. I know. As one of those characters, it'll be yeah. it'll be great. Well, um, pretty soon Marvel's going to have cast at least everybody they can in at least one role. That's true. That's uh, what they're they're they're, going they're, they're on a mission to get there. They really uh, are. Uh, they news that made your heart happy. It did. So, so the Flash <laughs> has officially announced they're killing the Flash Arrow, whatever verse, and the Flash will end with season nine shortened to thirteen episodes. So Frank can finally catch up. They're killing the Flash. I, I, I'm sure it'll be a happy ending with him and his seventeen children that they have by now. You think he's going to be running? Even though they have to keep pushing the date out because the years keep passing and Iris still hasn't had any kids. Yep. So they keep having to push out the future date. We're now like, oh, well, now it's 2050 something. She hasn't written a Flashpoint article yet, has she? Uh, no. And Jay Garrick's still alive. So they have to keep going, oh, how do we keep him alive longer? Right. And keep pushing out how old the kids right. are. I got it. The- we'll just bring Tom Cavanaugh back again after he said he was leaving the show. Because the, uh, the actress playing the girl is now also, you know, like 30. Do you Five. think do you think <laughs> they'll do the typical Arrowverse cameo extravaganza? Um, I don't think you have a choice because you, think, you have a lot of plot lines to wrap up from the Arrowverse. Do you think you get do you think you get here's the only two that I'm gonna ask you if you think you're gonna get. You think you get Melissa to come back as Supergirl? No. Do you think you get Stephen Amell in some kind of cameo since he helped start the flash? Uh, even no, because if, if it's a gone. flashback, yeah, but you can get him in a flashback cameo, or I... or he could bring him into his multiversal wherever he is with with Felicity because he's technically not dead. I think you have too much flash stuff to wrap up in thirteen episodes to do <laughs> that, like to definitely, go to go that route. Because definitely there's... get Carlos back. Uh, yeah, but he never went away. They they mention him every few episodes. Oh, that's good. Keep him he's, fresh. He's, he's running the D-O- D-O- 
uh, Argus now. The, the yeah. The D-O so Argus. Diggle Diggle works for him technically. Which Diggle? Not Superman Lowe's Diggle Flash oh. Arrow Diggle. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I want to get into that another time. I think there's too much stuff for them to try and wrap up. Okay. Um, because you got. And since you haven't watched, you're not 100% in, but like there's a lot of Killer Frost stuff to wrap up. There's a lot of Caitlin stuff. There's a lot of Irish. There's a whole new villain they set up that's only 13 episodes, and this show is not great at condensing storylines. No. Um, so I think that gives them maybe a graphic novel and a half. So maybe we get an eight episode arc and five episodes of wrap up for the whole show. But then it's going to be fast and furious, and everything's going to feel forced. Um, and luckily, you get Joe for a few episodes. Before um, he goes off, maybe he'll go watch their kid because he's got like a one year old or a two year old that we haven't seen in like four years because now Celeste is like a uh, she's superhero full on full on superhero. Oh, good out Rick, fighting crime in her 50s. Rick yeah. Gonzalez just got cast in Law and Order, too. Uh, organized crime, he got yeah, cast one in with uh, with Stabler, yeah. Who again, I forgot to mention earlier when I was talking to Harley Quinn, the whole reason to go watch Harley Quinn is for Christopher Maloney's rendition of Jim Gordon as a alcoholic oh, decrepit awesome broken man who awesome. can't get a break it's so good awesome and now he's running for mayor with with two-face running a campaign it's fantastic um the um, last thing i want to bring up really really fast yeah and it's a really fast thing i want to close with wrestling last night well saturday night was uh the wwe's big SummerSlam event Okay, Uh, Vince McMahon has officially retired from the company because of all kinds of bad stuff that he's had going on for years. So Triple H has assumed the creative control of the company, which means it's actually going to go in a in a better direction. Is that a plot line or is that for real? That's for real, for real. Like he's definitely uh, we'll talk about this again next week. the, the, The Vince McMahon part of things. But my point is, is in the in the championship match last night, it was Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar in a in a last man standing match, meaning you you get knocked down, you you have to stay down for a ten count, and your opponent wins. Right. Long story short, one of the best matches I've seen in the longest time. Brock Lesnar drove to the ring in a tractor with a bucket on the front, you know, the pickup yeah, yeah. kind of bucket parked it hanging over the ring at one point. So uh, I'll wrap this up real fast. He climbed out of the tractor and stood up on top of the bucket and announced himself. And in a video that was only, that only came out today that I saw when he was done, he threw the microphone into the ring. Well, there's another angle where Roman Reigns actually catches the microphone. Oh, it was amazing. You saw that? Yeah. There's another angle where he winked at Lesnar after he caught it. He gave him a little <laughs> wink and a half of a grin. And I was told I, I sent the video to Wooten and I was like, not quite as not quite as good as when Christian Lynch dropped the, the microphone on stage at Whiskey Tango and yelled sexual chocolate. And I was standing next to Dave in the sound booth and Dave punched me in the arm as hard as he could <laughs> because Christian dropped his microphone. That aside. The best part of this match, they beat they beat the living hell out of each other. Okay. Brock Lesnar left Roman Reigns in the ring, got in the tractor, backed it up, and drove it into the ring, pushing the entire <laughs> ring forward a few feet. That wasn't enough 
He backed up, went again, and then lifted the ring up, half the ring, and flipped Roman out of the ring. Lifted it up with the tractor. It was absolutely a phenomenal spot. Wow. Roman Reigns won because the Usos came out and they piled literally everything they could on top of Brock Lesnar. Tables, the announce table, chairs, a box, and then Roman stood on top of it so he couldn't get up. Got um, it. So this is why they're going from from TV PG to TV MA again. Mm. Uh, and, and it's going to be a little bit more violent. And, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to watch it now because Raw's on tonight. And I actually want to see what's going to happen after after last night. It was it was a good it was a good gotcha. Saturday. Other side note is Philadelphia has acquired WrestleMania 40 and and the shows that go with it, uh, the SmackDown before and the Raw after um, in 2024, I believe it is. I, I don't know that I've watched a WrestleMania since it was single digits. They're fun to watch with a group of people where you can. Oh, I'm sure they are. Where you can drink. But that's all yeah. I had. I just I wanted to. I wanted to throw that out there a little early because I know Dylan's a big wrestling fan. Uh, well, and he's he's commenting back to you. I see it. That's why I mentioned the TV 14 and the TV MA thing. And um, uh, you got Sasha Banks and Naomi to come back today. That's he did. exciting that's, for you. That's a, that's a big thing for, for the company because they're two, you know, Sasha's Snoop Dogg's cousin. Oh, well, that's, that's good for her. Yeah. Speaking of that, so coming out in a few weeks, you'll have to watch this. I'm going to watch it for sure is a movie Day Shift on Netflix. Okay. Oh my God! Yeah, it's Jamie Fox. It's uh, Dave Franco. Okay, uh, playing vampire hunters. Oh, in a world okay. where they're on like the low end, so they're working the day shift. Uh, okay. And it also stars Snoop Dogg, Marsha Hala Ali. Oh, Snoop Dogg. That's awesome. As a vampire. Snoop, as a vampire hunter. Yeah. A hunter. Okay. With like a base, a uh, cowboy hat, dude. It it I looks. Hope- it looks like so much fun. I hope the trailer ran right after Gray Man. So when you watch Gray Man, don't turn it off. Okay. The trailer for Day Shift will run. And I'll have it looks to Google fantastic. the trailer now because I can't wait. Oh, it looks like so much fun. Uh, but hey, everybody, thanks for finding the Geek Spot. As always, we appreciate the, the conversation, the back and forth. Tell a friend. Tell all your friends. Have them come join the conversation next week. We'll be back here at 7 o'clock. If you're not... Uh, Live with us here, and you're listening on the podcast. We appreciate you. If you're on Apple, drop a five star rating, drop a review. We will read it uh, live on our next show. Um, even if you are live, head over to Apple, drop a review in there. Let us know what you think. And we will talk to all of you guys next week. Have a great one. See you guys. <laughs>